Here is a great chance to gain insights into how to build big businesses and what mistakes can and should be avoided. Not only is this podcast the brainchild of the brand called You, it is also an HT Smartcast original and it is available on htsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Today I have someone who is very very experienced in travel. Shobha Mohan. Shobha, welcome to the show. Thank you. Shobha is the founder of Rare India, which is an organization she has built for experiential travel. She herself has traveled extensively. And interestingly, she is a zoology graduate who did journalism and mass communication. So tell me a little bit about Rare. First, it's a very nice name. What does it mean? It started off as TS Marketing Services in 2004. It was a proprietorship travel and hospitality marketing company. Again, it consolidated it just didn't happen then 1996 i started a travel company with a neighbor of mine to promote offbeat hotels mm-hmm. you know this was 1996 1996 1997 1998 i started you know traveling bus train however i could mm-hmm. even you know hitching a bike on a bike with mm-hmm. a biker going into kumaon hills going into himachal hills and finding out these offbeat places and at one point in time in 1997 I knew about a hundred different places nobody had heard about, and we had moved to Gurgaon in 1995. And my partner and I used to sit at the Gurgaon Club, this DLF Club, which is a very small one near yeah. Bristol Hotel, and you know, catch people going to the swimming pool and things mm. like that, and keep talking to mm. them about a place nobody's even heard of. I mean, Himalayan Trout House, the cottage in Jolicoat, mm. you know, and this is a tribe. Even back then, it was a tribe. So people, you know. recommended so if you went to the jolly coat she would recommend the natwa khan people she would recommend uh, something called the red clover which is i don't know if they even exist today so that is how the business began but it was largely dedicated to the domestic market and the kind of people who came to travel with us was mostly people from advertising media you know those kind of people because the regular people didn't did not understand a non hotel concept so these are the kind of people who would be approaching us and 1999 outlook traveler came about and all these shobha secret space places kind of suddenly splashed all over the thing and their contacts their numbers their addresses were all put there and slowly the business lost its relevance in the model it was in and that is when there was a time when i was thinking i should quit and mm-hmm. you know there was mortgages to pay there were children mm-hmm. coming up and my husband also was restarting his uh, in the travel space so i was looking at taking up a job somewhere and then suddenly out of the blue one of the hotels i traveled to that winter uh, said you know we're looking for somebody to market us in delhi would you want to take it up and i said yes you know very low paid but it just seemed what i wanted to really? do and that is when the switch happened this is 2004 i'm talking about and you have told me what happened how the word rare came. so uh, till 9, 2009 it was ts yes. marketing services and again i was the only one 
person who was doing it in this fashion. By 2009, I was a proprietor and I had one person working with me. I had a couple of part-timers who would come and go, but there was only Murli Sundaram, an accountant, and we were a team of three. There was a lady who just became a partner later on, but she uh, was part-timing. So in 2009, I renamed it as a, because... I was looking at a name that would signify these things in one word because these were not easy to come by. Unusual, Unusual, rare, unique. And also I called it rare destinations Mm. and experiences because I wanted to drive it from the experience point of view, not so much as the destination, but more with the experience. And with the experience, it became a destination. And most of them are destination hotels. So there is only one hotel in that destination. Over the years, we've also traveled quite extensively. I find more and more people are looking for experiences rather than just a destination. Correct. How involved do you get in curating an experience for your guests? So, to be very honest, I'm only the, the bank, like the bank teller. Okay. I only put the money out. Okay. So, uh, this is actually curated by the owners of the hotels. Mm-hmm. I have My only work there is to drive authenticity, Mm -hmm. to ensure that it follows the tenets that RARE lays out when we audit a hotel. So it it is essentially, I might give feedback and tell them that, you know, this is an experience that you could highlight. Otherwise, because they're all owner-run hotels, most of them are, it is their concept. Okay, It's not my concept. It is, for me, it is to aggregate them and bring them under a community, which is what RARE is. And then you speak about conscious luxury travel. What does this mean? You know, if you look at the collection of the community of hotels we have, all of them are A, unique in two, three ways. One is, of course, most of them are out of the usual tourist circuits. Most of them are actually following a passion. Or they they have gone back to their hometown or their base and have created something that they feel passionate about. Many of them, we have photographers on board, we have filmmakers on board, we have people who set up some well-to-do fashion brands. We have people who, one of the first hotels to come on board was a fashion photographer. Then there are conservation. His house was like his laboratory and that is where he puts out an experience. So basically these are their experiences. My only work is to go visit them, check for their authenticity And also look at it from various aspects of how they are impacting the community. How is it? Because lots of small components Mm -hmm. add up to the fact that they are conscious about the environment. They are conscious about how they are engaging with the community. They are also conscious about how they want to highlight the destination. You know, today... In the travel space, when I started in 2004, experience was not in the travel space at all at that point in time. A hotel was just a hotel or it was a resort or a retreat, right? If it was a jungle lodge, it was a lodge. Over a period of time, you know, slowly the experience started. I mean, 2004, we literally laid out the blueprint for what an experiential hotel would be like. Even tour operators, there were only a handful of tour operators who drove the business from that point of view. Then suddenly in this space, as a few people who work with me have gone out and branched out on their own, suddenly experience is everywhere. So we said meaning is the new luxury. We said experience is the new luxury. We said all of this and all these narratives have gone on. However, our audit principles have evolved with our partner hotels. So conservation is a big perspective. Preservation of heritage and wildlife is a big big perspective. Repurposing of heritage is a big perspective. 
working with the communities is a point of view that is a very important aspect of a lot of our yeah. sustainable best practices mm. what do they do with their plastic garbage i noticed in the last 3 4 years especially in the last one year thanks to greta that it has become a big part of every conversation mm. and especially the travel con- travel okay. and hospitality yeah. uh, conversations okay. so last year we, our business did a switch over mm. right and when that happened when we looked at rephrasing our business we kind of brought all this into center focus it always existed mm-hmm. it always existed when we talked about audit points these were points that we spoke about all the time Correct. but when we rephrased it and i wanted to create key differentiators i brought the consciousness of how and where you travel to and if you can look at travel from the windows of you know from the windows of sustainability we brought this whole idea of conscious luxury travel and we rephrased the rare community as a community of conscious luxury hotels conscious and not sustainability because sustainability is still a bad word in this thing they think it is basic rustic you know they all these connotations go with it which is why we said conscious and uh, we kind of defined consciousness as being aware believing in it and making the right choices Amazing. Thank you for telling me all this because you know when you read this phrase you don't understand so yes, much of it yeah. goes behind it. Yeah. So my next question is you started the business in 2004 you've been working with people who want to travel even earlier and yet this is the age of millennials. How are millennials redefining travel? So eh millennials are more tech savvy net savvy so they will be looking at the traveling or looking at uh, these uh, travel opportunities they're also faster when i actually used to go and train people earlier there was a lot of conversations you know easy you know people trying to understand you so all my older relationships have been based on people talking to you people trying to understand where you are from so if i break down my business pre 2014 and post 2014 all my substantial contacts pre 2014 that was in my late 30s or early 40s and people were in their late 40s so they would take time to understand where you're coming from right two things have happened to the millennials that they are geared to this right they know all of this and social media has created a yeah. larger impact yeah. and they understand their understanding of these things are much higher however they're also very deal driven mm. you know they're very deal driven yeah so i want to make sustainability or conscious luxury travel very sexy that is when i think you know the millennials will kind of understand it or they kind of get into deeper into the whole idea that said i find a lot of millennials you know who really get it quickly and there are some millennials who will take the shortcuts you know so they'll understand a few things they won't understand a few things you know so things like that and also somebody with gray hair talking this probably they think that i not so cool but sustainability is a worldwide conversation you know so yeah so i got one more question for you on travel before i move and you know that relates to infrastructure one of the biggest problems i keep hearing is a big challenge to tourism development is infrastructure hmm. So if you were the minister of tourism what were some of the changes you would want to see to give a huge boost I have a little disagreement with this whole infrastructure thing is concerned mm. for instance having flights everywhere are taking you as close to the jungle as mm. possible mm. these create opportunities for over tourism you know what is tourism or what is the idea of a sustainable development if you kind of completely ruin the destination i mean agra is like 3 hours away 
Cobbett is a great example. One of our best forests, one of our first national parks. You know, it is inundated with hotels. It has no you know, infrastructure. The roads are quite good. There are no dearth of hotels. I mean, there is no place for you to stand quietly and watch the wildlife. So, infrastructure development. If I would keep some places inviolate, I wouldn't drive make these big roads going into tribal areas, for instance. No, if somebody is interested. And somebody is sensitive, they take that extra effort yeah. to drive there. Same thing about jungles and wildlife, yeah. right? I would make some areas completely inviolate. The huge infrastructure is for your, you know, where you need vehicular traffic and things like that. That's it. Infrastructure also, I would give subsidies for solar energy, for instance. I would give subsidies to ensure that the culture of a destination stays as it is. I mean, I just saw a headline for Ladakh. Love to death. I mean, are we loving love mm. to death? And that is what will happen now. I mean, if you kind of just open up an area for tourism, it will kill the. I mean, Ladakh is sensitive. Environment is concerned. It is sensitive. It is culturally sensitive. It is sensitive in every which way. And if you open it up for people to drive, to fly, to you know, to take choppers and things like that, you will completely ruin the destination. So the idea is about driving quality tourism. High value tourism, you know, that is what will mm. ensure that uh, you know we have some places. It's not some places. Most of the top end tourism places that will that really they they form the image of India. You know, they will have to be inviolate and pristine. Mm. It doesn't change. Okay. Twenty years down the line, Ladakh should still be as it, look at, look at, as it is. And there have been companies. Not now. Mm. From the seventies, there have been companies who've been promoting. You know, the yeah. dogs like that have been promoting jungles like that. Some of our oldest uh, wildlife lodges are entrenched in the whole, the, the entire philosophy of conservation. Mm-hmm. How to bring tourists in, but at the same time keep it so pristine that nothing changes, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And unlike what people might be thinking, they are not. People are not sitting there and saying, "Oh, come, city people, come and you know inundate yeah. us and take our resources away and you you take our water away and I like." Nobody is sitting there looking for tourism. They are happy doing what they are. They are happy doing what they are. Right. Very interesting. Shoha, thank you very much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. And I wish Rain India lots of success. Thank you so much. Thank right. you so much, Ashutosh. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I just didn't feel one bit conscious at all. And thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Brand Called You, and never miss any update. For feedback, reach us on at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to more podcasts by The Brand Called You, log on to www.htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazari essay. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast.